early in my ramble as a political reporter, I would come back to the office after a trip to, say, a presidential debate or a convention or a campaign event with candidate so-and-so. Steve Reese, my sagacious editor at the Washington Post's Style section, would always begin his debriefing with the same question. What was it like? It struck me as a strange construction. He would not say, how was your trip, or what did you get, or in the case of an encounter with a profile subject, what was he, she like. He always said, what was it like? And after a while, I took the it to incorporate the whole unnatural experience that these subjects endure on their daily high wires. In halting responses, I would share with Steve little stories and impressions and off-color details about my expeditions. How, say, John Edwards walked like a duck, or that Dick Cheney had no idea who John Travolta was, or that Nancy Pelosi had never heard of curly fries. Steve later observed that very little of what I shared with him in his office would ever wind up in my stories. Quite often there was a good reason. Ground rules, they were off the record, or good taste, former POW John McCain telling me a joke about prison rape, or the fact that Mike Huckabee's scatological humor was ill-suited to a profile pegged to his new diet and nutrition book. But a lot of the good material also evaded print for bad reasons. It didn't fit, in part because I was too attentive to the banal conventions of so much political reporting. I was too conscientious about including talking points, pro forma, quotes from experts, and the requisite others disagree paragraphs, on the one hand, on the other hand, etc. Steve urged me to listen to the stories I was telling my friends, was telling him, and was myself chuckling at, and then deliberate them into print as often as I could. In the course of these conversations, I came to recognize that Steve was highlighting for me a basic dichotomy between what a reporter sees and what a reporter knows. The better the reporter becomes at integrating these, the more illuminating his material becomes. Whether he meant it or not, Steve was getting me to train my eyes and ears on the things that were revelatory, rather than, say, dutiful or merely quotable. I started listening differently to the people I was talking to, both in real time and on tape. Did Chris Matthews really just say that thing about Koreans? Did Haley Barber just pat his wife on the ass as she walked by him? Did Teresa Hines Carey just snap at her husband again? I came to notice how nervous, glib, or confident they sounded, and I also learned how to interact with these people in a way that best elicited more authentic expressions. Over time, and this took years, I developed better senses to go to battle with. I also learned that a key to writing about people in public life is recognizing another core dichotomy, the one between what a subject wants to project to the world and devotes a great deal of time, energy, and manpower to, and who they truly are. <laughs>